Welcome to Warm and Fuzzy, where we chat all things pop culture, movies, music and moments in history we simply cannot forget. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warm and Fuzzy. I am your host, Shane. I am your co-host, Amelia. How are you, Miss Amelia? I'm good. I am recovered from a nasty flu that took me out for the last week and a bit. We hate. Um, Yeah, it's been intense. Um, I actually also made it to the hospital on Saturday, which was not fun. No, not ideal. (laughs) And I, I just have to say that... I'm so grateful that I've never had to go to a hospital and like sit in emergency before until this point. Um, and it wasn't anything serious, like nothing to stress about, like, um, but the waiting was so long and oh, I only horrible. waited three hours. It's so horrible. There was somebody that waited there and I texted you about this for nine hours. And when I heard her say that, I was like, nope, not me. So I got up and I was like, can I leave? <laughs> Literally, it's like, I don't want to wait here for nine hours. I have better things to do with my life than be stuck in emergency. But I'm stuck here in emergency. Totally. Exactly. And that's why I like I had to ask because it was like, I need to just make sure that everything is fine and that I am like fine to leave um and that i'm not just like being crazy and impatient and just like in a hurry to get out of there but yeah so that was my saturday um what have you been up to this week um this week has been like the weekend was pretty chill i'm trying to even think about what i did i caught up with the girls i went to bali with on saturday night for dinner um, which was really cute. We went to this local place in Rouse Hill called Barbara's. It's like a bit of an establishment. It's delicious Italian food. Um, the best Italian food I think I've had out in a really long time, which is like a big call from me. Oh my God, stop from the Italiano boy himself. Yeah, I, I know, to, literally. I need to make my way over to Rouse Hill. Yes, next time you come over, we'll go. It's only like 15 minutes from Castle Hill, so it's not too bad. Stunning. Yeah. I'm already hungry. Dead. So I did that. And then on Friday night, I watched Scream 6, which was... Yes. How was it? No spoilers, but how was it? It was really good. It was really good. I think, like, I'm such a Scream fan that really Scream can do no wrong for me. And I think considering... Oh, this isn't really a spoiler. Neve Campbell isn't in this movie. I think that's been reported about quite heavily anyway. Um, Neve Campbell, this is like the first Scream series she's not in. And I think it held up really well, considering. Because you would think like Neve Campbell not being there, like I'm such a Neve Campbell fan. So I thought I, I was dubious coming into it, thinking like, oh my God, is it going to be good without her? I was, yeah, quite pleasantly surprised. That's great. We love that. And like Courtney Cox is in it. Um, you've got yeah. Jenna Ortega. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the main girl. I don't know what her name is. So you've yeah. got like a, once you have Courtney Cox in the mix, like I think that it can kind of like It can still alone. live on. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And so why didn't, why didn't Nev Campbell return? Um, I'm not quite sure, to be honest. I think maybe she just wanted a little break from it. I also think like she's not really acting acting anymore do you know what i mean i feel like scream was kind of it for her right like i feel like she hasn't really done anything huge since the scream series so neve campbell didn't come back because of monetary reasons oh they weren't gonna pay her enough yes so she essentially said she felt the offer that was presented to me did not equate to the value i've brought to the franchise (gasps) 
Tea. She is the face Damn. of Scream. Like when you think of but Scream, you it. think of Nev Campbell. Like exactly. That's and you know wild. it's Nev, right? The nerve. No, it's paying... Nev. Her, no, her, I'm saying her name is Nev. You oh, can Nev. Nev. Oh, is it? Is it? <laughs> and just you did it the entire. And you, it's Nev. And that's like it's always <laughs> been Nev. And that's the way that you was you were saying Neve when we were doing the Scream episode. I'm pretty sure as well like two years ago and i corrected you then and you were literally the tiktok that i sent you the other day of the girl saying due diligence wrong and her husband is losing her shit dead <laughs> no well you know what that's diligence a, that's a Austra- that's australian english so <laughs> diligence dead Excuse i me? also <laughs> I also liked that, um, and she was in it for five, um, that's a giveaway, but I can't say, (laughs) delete that, delete that. I always gave, I always gave a really bad spoiler, but, um, yeah, no. Okay. I'm going to shut up, but that was a great movie. Um, loved that. And then what else have I been watching? I watched Baby Teeth, which is an Australian movie. Um, it was in the Italian Film Festival and it was like one of the finals, one of the finalists. Um, that was really good. It's about like addiction and terminal illness. So very oh, dark. Oh, that's dark. Quite morbid, um, but like a great, great movie. And then Anyone I started... Anyone of note? Sorry? Anyone of note in no, the film? No, all like Australian okay. actors and actresses that I haven't seen before. Um, okay. And then The Last of Us, I started watching, which I feel like everyone is watching right now, which has provoked me. me. Yeah, you're not watching, mm. but I started and I really like it. I've never played the game, but I know it's based off a game. Um, yeah, and then I started watching The Mandalorian Season 3. Me too. Love, are you enjoying yeah, I'm enjoying um, it. It's just like, it's easy watching. And like, as soon as Baby Yoda comes on screen, I'm like, I melt. Like, I know. He kills like, my can life. Can you just be my baby? <laughs> he reminds me of like Leo. Every time I look at him, I think of like every cute child in the world. Um, I'm obsessed with him though. What's his name? Goreg, right? Goreg? Goreg? No. Some. Oh. Mm, I don't know. I just call him Baby Yoda. Yeah, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda's a vibe. (laughs) (laughs) We love, I'm loving like the plot this season. It's a lot less like action heavy, I think, which I think is good. It's a lot more like plotty. Oh, I'm really like ready for him to get over his whole like, I need to bathe in the waters thing and just like get into the action already because it's like he seems so like. He's such a ninny, like the first two episodes. Yeah. Also, why can't you be content being like a normal Mandalorian? Exactly. Like he's, um, you know, like he took off his helmet. And so it's like he's disgraced the Mandalorian people. And it's like, just put your helmet back on. Get over it. And Literally. just continue on. <laughs> and like, let's talk about the fact that it isn't like really the Mandalorian people. It's like his little, his little sect, which is like super strict. It's like. You know, they're like the Jehovah's Witnesses of the Mandalorians or something. Like, what is going on? Or like, they're like the Hasidic Jews of like Mandalore. Yes. You know, it's very that. Yeah, it's like I get, I get it. I understand that you feel like, like you've disgraced your people, but like, no one knows. It's fine. Like, it's okay. Totally. You can just put your helmet on and just keep 
going on and and you can like retire you can go in and get a little plot of land in this nice little space that your friend has has suggested for you like yeah you can live a great life but no you keep wanting to bathe in the waters like yeah <laughs> not the, not bathing in the waters mm-hmm. um in the in the infested waters what have you been watching what's been going on um what have i been watching i haven't been watching much to be completely honest like i feel like i've been watching so much tv but because i was sick it was just like in one ear and out the other um i've i'm all caught up on whitney and timmy doing oh my god i don't even know the show i'm not going to talk about that um oh you know what i have you know what I We're have a hot been, mess today. I Can I just talk I, about how much of a hot mess we are today? <laughs> because it is, it's a public, it was a public holiday everywhere else, but in Sydney, but because it was a public holiday everywhere else, we just like, we're <laughs> By not everywhere motivated. else, you mean just Victoria. <laughs> no, Canberra has one as well. And so does oh, Western Australia. Is Labor Day I, today, like, is Labor everyone, Day today in Canberra? No, it's um Canberra Day. What? Oh, come on. What the fuck is Canberra Day? <laughs> Sometimes it fell on my birthday, so Dude, I'll take it. Whatever. You, should, um, you but, should be able to celebrate that as a former Canberrian, you know? Exactly. Well, I basically did, you know, like I didn't do much today. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I'm dead. But, okay, so what did I watch okay yep so we've been watching this documentary on whales um on the disney app um and it is why do i feel like it's called whales but each episode they focus on a different species of whale that would be wild if it was called whales (laughs) (laughs) shut up fascinating and i like you know my thing with like watching movies and animated films like about the ocean, like yeah. I just love it. Like if I'm watching a nature documentary, I will always gravitate towards watching ones that are in the ocean. It's something like I love the color blue. I find the ocean very interesting yeah. and very calming, but also like fascinating in that it's in this it's this entire world that we only have a fraction of access to and like sea creatures there will be some that we will never ever see like it is such an alien world yeah it's like right there Mm -hmm. but that's the scariest thing though i'm like i love like (laughs) i love like the coral reef you know what i mean like that's chic that's cute but like Mm. the depths of the ocean freak me the fuck out like scared all i want is the lung capacity and the talent and the equipment <laughs> to be able to go down into no the you deep wouldn't deep. you would not go <laughs> to I the would. bottom of the ocean you how dare not. you <laughs> if i no come on it would, if be I pitch had black. All of- it would be pitch black let me just let me just ruin that for you i'm not afraid of the dark you're just gonna plunge into nothing (laughs) but this is what i'm saying if i had all the necessary equipment like you know the breathing tanks you know like maybe like a special power that would just help me breathe in case the uh, the equipment broke you know like all the safety measures in place i would 100 percent be down to explore the deep 
depths of the ocean. Like, Stop, I, I want to see that shit. <laughs> so anyway. Okay, cute. <laughs> so anyway, I've been watching this show about whales and like yeah. each episode has been so good. We've seen one about beluga whales who were the cutest little things ever. They, they look so friendly. Um, they're like these white little dolphin looking things. Cute. And then we I love saw beluga narwhals. Whales. We saw narwhals, which like whales that have the horn. Didn't you think beluga was something else a fish like five seconds ago? No, a beluga. I've always known a beluga is a whale, but when we were talking about caviar. Oh, that's right. Beluga eggs. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's right. Because I was like, those caviar eggs are not that big. (laughs) 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 And also whales and mammals that don't lay eggs. Yes, exactly. Like... So anyway, so belugas, narwhals who have the horns, they look like unicorn whales. I love those. Uh, we've seen orcas, humpback whales. We're not even at the biggest species yet, which is a blue whale, and they go up to 30 feet. Like, yeah, blue are whales enormous. are wild. Have they done killer yeah. whales yet? Because they like kind of freak me out. Yeah, that was the first episode. So those are orcas. Um, oh, yeah. And they're not, that, they're not that scary. I love how like slick they are. Like I wish my skin looked like that. Like they're so like oh my slippery. God. Stunning. Seriously. <laughs> Dolphin skin, but whale skin. Yes. Give me whale skin. Because I'm glow. like the size of a whale right now, but that's fine. Whatever. Literally. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> but then apart from that, um, I've really just been like consumed by the Scandival of it all and also maths so yeah, should we roll into the updates that we have on the scandal situation let's kick off first and foremost if this is your first episode with us welcome secondly please listen to last week's episode because we have almost like a part one on the scandal drama we recorded just fresh as it was happening right that morning amelia so saturday this is all like everything that's happened since then which is so much so it was alleged last week that Sheena Shea had punched Raquel, who we now know is called Rachel, by the way, guys. Lame. Um, <laughs> Levis in the face. She went full LA and changed her name. Yeah, it's very LA of her to do that. Jax also changed his name. Yeah, what's um, Jax's actual name? Couchy. Yes. His last name, Jax Couchy. Uh, is it Jason? It's, it's Jason, Jason Couchy. Couchy. Shout out Yad's Couchy. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Yad's. Um, so they recorded an episode of Watch What Happens Live together. And apparently post Watch What Happens Live, that's when Sheena found out about the cheating allegations. And I guess, have you watched the episode of Watch What Happens Live, by the way, Amelia? Mm-hmm. So that's the episode where obviously like they... Um Raquel, or we'll call her Rachel, Rachel um, indicated that she thought Sandoval was more attractive of the two Toms. So they were asked by um, Andy, like, which of the Toms do you find more attractive? And they both said Sandoval. And Rachel kind of like slowly sort of whispered it. And then Sheena was like, apparently during an ad break, Sheena was like, I only said Sandoval because I knew you were going to pick Schwartz. Mm-hmm. You know, so that kind of already set off sort of alarm bells. Weird. This has since been shut down by Sheena's lawyer, Niyama Rahmani, who said the case is a fabrication by a known liar and cheat who has betrayed everyone close to her. Sheena never punched Raquel. Period. Slay. But I will say, though, that there were photos of Sheena arriving to Ariana's house and she had a little 
She had some scratches on her hands. She had a little scuffity scuff. Maybe she didn't scratch. Yeah. Maybe she didn't punch her. Maybe she gave her like a little bop to the eye. <laughs> yeah. Boop. But also, there were also pictures of Raquel, Rachel, on the way to watch What Happens Live. And she already had a bit of darkness around her eye. Like it mm, looked she's like. deep set eyes. Yeah, there was already something, something there. So like, I, I reckon she could have like scratched her eyebrow and it could look like she has a swollen eye you know that's what was said about some guy who posted saying that Rachel is a liar and he was like I I don't normally get involved in stuff like this I would not normally say this but like I need to call you and I'm not saying this verbatim so like we'll have to find the post and share it on our stories um but they were basically like um you know, like I can't stand by while you watch, while and stand by and watch while you lie. Um, and then they posted like videos and photos of, of Rachel with like a black eye before she went on. Correct. Um, watch what happens live. So like people were like, so she made it up, like, or yeah. she already had injured herself. Like, what's the go? So unclear. But I feel like that that's something they'll address um, on the reunion. It's very Heather Gay. Royal Housewives of Salt Lake City with her Cyclops Mm. eye. You know what I mean? It's like, what's going on? What's the truth? And then this also kind of leads into the whole um, Raquel Raquel or Rachel taking out an AVO against Sheena. And it's like, is she using this AVO as an excuse to not appear on the reunion? And if so, personally, I think that's a really dumb decision. She needs to go on the reunion. Like... You fought for this fame, bitch. You got to sit in the reunion and you got to yeah. cop it. Like, totally. This is what you've been trying to do the last five seasons, however lo- many long that you've been on this show. Like you've been a supporting cast member this whole time. Now you found the limelight. You are you and Scandaval are holding this show together. Mm-hmm. So you need to sit and you need to be on the reunion. Like Sheena can zoom in. Like we don't need Sheena in the building. It's fine. Yeah. But Raquel needs to be there. I think she's done it. This is my honest thoughts, Amelia. I think the I think there was a fight. I don't think it resulted in the black eye, but I think she's done it and she knows it'll further fuel the rumors. So she's gone and gotten the AVO cuz like when you hear an AVO, AVOs are actually not that hard to take out on someone, but they sound really serious to someone that has never had to lodge an AVO, right? Like, I've never had to lodge an AVO. They sound like a really serious thing, but they're actually not that hard to get placed on someone. So, I think she's just done it for the clout. I think it's like, this is like another, this is another fabrication in the web of Rachel Lies, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's that could be true, because mm. she has hired a new PR team, and mm-hmm. they were the ones who, how are... They are the ones who are supposedly helping to kind of form this narrative of Rachel being a victim, which we saw when she released her statement, which we'll get into. Um, And that also like that Sandoval basically like took advantage of her and that she's the victim here and that it's all him and that she should essentially like break up with him and everybody just like turn on Sandoval. 
Yeah. Um, and this could be all part of that. So we know these pictures were sent, presumably by Raquel, to TMZ because they're selfies. So mm-hmm. that's further, like, inflated these rumours. There were also... The, yeah, and when, then we discussed the footage days prior. Moving on to the statements. So... Sandoval released essentially two statements. The first one was very vague, as we know, and it was him essentially saying, like, don't come for Schwartz and Sandys. Um, It doesn't mention Ariana. And he mentions he's, like, a smaller screw in the part of a, like, bigger machine behind Tom and Tom and Schwartz and Sandys and not to defame the businesses they've worked so hard to build, like their teams. What did you think about this statement? Because I thought it was so lackluster, but accurate. So basically like the first statement is him just addressing his businesses, Mm -hmm. um, talking about like how they can't be targeted because like he's not the only person behind it. It's like all these other people and it's like, He's only addressing the ways that he makes makes money and that he doesn't want the people who are attacking him to come for his streams of income. So yeah. it seems it's very selfish. It's yeah. very it's very like narcissistic, me, 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 me. Um, and, and fake in that he's being like, oh no, I have like three other partners and 20 employees who rely on this restaurant income for their families. Like, it's not about that, Tom. Like, you need to apologize to Ariana and you need to apologize to the people that you've hurt. Like, yeah. why are you talking about your businesses? This is so unnecessary. And then obviously there's been so much flack from that first statement, which led him to come out with the second statement. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that like nothing that either of them can say will do anything to sway our opinion on them. You know, there no. might be some dum-dums and we've seen that. We've seen some dum-dums in the comments be like, oh yeah, like... Poor Raquel or poor... I don't think anybody's saying poor Sandoval, but like being like poor Schwartz and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I don't think anybody can be swayed by their their statements, but like mm-hmm. they did need to say something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Statement two, he finally apologizes to Ariana. Um, it's a half-assed one, but it's still an apology. It says he's selfish, made rec- reckless decisions, and that his biggest regret is that he dishonored Ariana. Um, he wishes the relationship ended with the same respect it began. You and I both have some thoughts about this. Uh, sad it ended this way. Yeah, it's kind of like a nothing statement again. It's very vague. Um, how do we feel about the specific statement of Sandoval saying he wishes the relationship ended with the same respect it began. Well, I mean, I've listened to Kristen's podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. I I didn't finish it because the episode went missing, which is probably an indication that Bravo probably told her to take it down. Yeah. Um, But Kristen Doty, who was on the show and who dated Sandoval for five years, um, she said that their relationship was toxic and that yeah. she basically what you said and how I was like, cheating's cheating. Um, but she was basically like, we both cheated on each other and mm-hmm. Ariana basically took him off my hands, you know? And they also didn't have an ongoing affair like he has with Raquel. They kissed, yeah. you know? And perhaps they did have an emotional affair, which to me is really, really terrible. Yeah. But they kissed and then the relationship ended with Kristen yeah, and then he moved on to be with Ariana. So, 
Yeah, it's just not it's not the same because like Raquel and him have had a long term seven month affair mm-hmm. that was done behind the backs of all of these people, their castmates in his house, in yeah. his bed with Ariana allegedly. Like it's so so messed up and so dark. It's so much deeper than everything that was going on with him and Kristen, which is kind of what I was saying last week, right? Where I was like, yes, he cheated on Kristen, but that was such a toxic relationship and they were both cheating on each other, as you said, that it almost like, I don't know, cancelled it out almost versus this, Mm. where it's like, you know, Ariana was just unfortunately, like, she was so left in the dark in this situation and it was so dirty how it was being done from what we know so far. I'll be really interested to hear the episodes later down the track and really see the extent to what everyone else finds out. Yeah, gross. There's yeah. nothing that he can say. Like, he's he's a dirty dog. Yeah. Um, and, and we hate. We hate. And I'm, like, already prepping for the anxiety his arguing voice is going to give me in the reunion. There's, like, a few people who speak in a reunion. And there's only, like, two Bravo shows that I watch anyway. But it is Tom Sandoval, Sheena Shea, and in Housewives, it is Brandy Glanville. And they are the people that give me anxiety <laughs> in reunions because of the way that they speak. It's um, so erratic and it's so chaotic. Yeah. Like, mm. I can't. I'm I'm prepping for it, but I'm ready, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of next in the timeline is Raquel seeks her lawyer on her castmates. Um, only Lala has spoken up about this explicitly, but mentioned the castmates in the beginning of her rant. So that's how we kind of know that she's gone after everyone. Um, Lala calls out Raquel because her lawyer emails Lala directly and not, (laughs) (laughs) doesn't contact her lawyer. Um, Lala says she has a baby to look after and doesn't want to see those kinds of documents ever. I love that Lala's just like, my favourite thing is, send it to Daryl, who is her lawyer. Send it to Daryl. <laughs> send it to Daryl. Um, calls Raquel's lawyer. So much lawyer. so that she's made merch to go with it. I love it. She was fast. <laughs> she was quick. She was quick. She was quick. And then I love how she calls Raquel's lawyer a Mickey Mouse lawyer. <laughs> I'm dead. Um. So, yeah, obviously Raquel is trying to... She's doing her best, Denise Richards, sending out the cease and desists or whatever she's doing to get people to stop talking. But it's too little too late by that point anyway. She obviously released her statement and she basically mm-hmm. implied that um, she first she, like, cops it and she's like, I'm not a victim. And then the statement is basically all her reasons that she is a victim and that she was taken advantage of and but she's going to therapy and she's healing but she's a victim and and this and this and this and that she needs to work on herself because she's going Mm -hmm. to therapy and like she mentions therapy like two or three times and then also talks about all the reasons why she's a victim and it's like you're not a victim like and this is something that Lala said in her podcast with um Sheena she went on they've all kind of gone on each other's podcasts I love that they're all cross-pollinating and they're really using this to kind of prop up their you know outside of Bravo streams of income milk it milk it exactly so um Lala basically said that she for so many years has been like I'm not dumb I'm not dumb but then now that she's done something that's really fucked up she's like oh I'm dumb that's why I did it I was taken advantage of and it's like no bitch you did this you are not a dummy the actual like statement in and of itself is so like flippant as well like it mentions that she's physically assaulted 
which, you know, further fuels those rumours about the black eye. It's yeah. just also messy. Like, it's messy. Messy boots. And, like, I will say that, yes, she was taken advantage of because um, basically Sandoval is accused of uh, screen recording their FaceTime sexting so what had and this is the reason supposedly like why ariana caught them is that uh she found a video of raquel touching herself on sandoval's phone in his messages and sandoval had screen recorded their little facetime tryst um and then that was also part of the cease and desist uh, letter from raquel's lawyers is she was basically like you know under california law you cannot distribute this kind of material because you will go to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also that letter was sent to Sandoval as well to basically be like, do not send my shit out to other people because I'll fuck you. So like I totally get that she's a victim in that kind of scenario. Like you would never want that kind of stuff out. Um, no. But in every other point where she calls herself a victim, she is not. And also like don't have FaceTime sex with a married man or like a man in a long-term relationship who's essentially married, you know, that's what happens. And don't engage in an affair and not with one of your best friends. Like there's some podcast interviews of Raquel as early as last week or last month where she basically says that Ariana is like one of her best friends and one of the people who really like um, who she bonded with in the group and one of her closest people. And it's like, and you know that at this point you are having an affair with with her partner. Like you are a piece of shit. Piece of like shit. You're a scum, scum bitch. It's disgusting. <laughs> scum bitch. Scum bitch. <laughs> um. Some other little notes to mention as well is Britney is allegedly filming. No word of Jax just as yet. Jax may or may not be appearing on Watch What Happens Live. Um, Kristen Dowdy is allegedly filming as well. Tease that production fucks her around with filming on TikTok. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen that TikTok, but we can share it. It's her like, so she has a TikTok of like Bravo production and it's like, we're coming now. No, we're not. Actually, we'll be there in two minutes. And it's like, yeah, it's like them essentially like fucking her around. Um, Lisa will be appearing and making a statement on Watch What Happens Live as well. Tom Schwartz claims Sandoval forced him to kiss Raquel. We now know, timeline-wise, this occurred during Raquel and Sandoval's seven-month affair. So it's all very weird and strange. So what I've heard is that Schwartz found out about a month ago mm-hmm. about their affair, um, which means that he was basically a pawn as well in their affair because... The episodes that we're watching now, the Daily Mail party for Schwartz and Sandys, that's the timeline of when it would have started. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Yeah, he was just egging him to, like, kiss Raquel while they were... This was, like, during the seven-month affair. So it's kind of weird. Like, it's weird. It's almost like he was doing it to, like, deflect from maybe any... Yeah, you he know. Was, Schwartz is a pawn. Schwartz yeah. is a pawn. Schwartz That's is what a pawn. Is. And Schwartz, God bless him, he's like a giant, like, golden retriever. You know what I mean? It's like, he is not... I think he's like... It's funny, because I think he's both parts clued on... But he's also both, like, another part dumb. It's so, like, yeah. I just think, like, he's so enamoured by Sandoval as well and whatever's going on with their friendship that he probably wouldn't even 
You know what I mean? Realize. Yeah. He's he's so blind when it comes to seeing red flags when it comes to Sandoval. Yeah. Um, but we've I all seen them for years. Yeah. Yeah. He just like agrees with him and backs him. He yeah. basically treats Sandoval the way he should have treated Katie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was with respect and dignity. Oh, my God. No way. And then also, like, th- thinking about, like, Katie... This poor woman was made to feel was made to feel like her ex-husband was potentially starting a relationship with this girl in the group with Raquel. Mm-hmm. And this whole time that was a lie. Yeah. So she was gaslit, she was manipulated, she was yeah. lied to. Like there are so many victims in this and that's something that like Lisa said on Watch What Happens Live because that so that episode's already out. Oh, um, I haven't seen it yet. I need to watch. I won't give away too much, but they do ask, like, she talks all about it, Mm -hmm. um, what she can. But she's, like, she's filmed with um, Ariana. She basically said that she's devastated and that Lisa is as well because this is not something that anybody expected. Like, even though Sandoval had cheated on Kristen multiple times in the earlier seasons... Seeing him with Ariana, that they were the stable relationship in the group, you know, yeah. and on the show. So it was just completely unexpected for this something of this magnitude to be happening behind the scenes. And also the fact that their lives are filmed, you know, this isn't a manufactured show. This is real. So like they're all friends. They all hang out. So for this to have not been picked up by producers and by cast is insane. It's wild. It's so crazy. it's um yeah, it's really interesting. But yeah, that episode is live on Hey You, so definitely go and watch that because it's it's good. It's for sure I worth will watching. Be. Um, so yes, in uh shenanigans, Sheena's podcast, it's got Lala and Dodie. Um, and Dodie basically kind of parrots what she says on her podcast where she said that like her and Sandoval should have broken up after year two, but for them, it was easier to stay in it than break up the friend group. It was just like one of those situations where they were young, they were broke. She's like, the only thing that we had to share was an apartment and a DVD and a DVR machine, you know, like we weren't about to break that up and lose our shit. So she said that they were toxic, they were cheating, they were messy. Um, and that he brought the crazy out in her. So it's it's not the same situation. And like she is friends with Ariana. She's been friends with her for many years. Um, and she did thank her for taking Tom out of her life. So it's a very different situation. Yeah. Um, and then they also talk about like how difficult the reunion is going to be for all of them. Um, and how Sheena is especially going to have to face the music because for so many episodes now we've seen her really backing Raquel um, and Schwartz and, you know, being on the wrong side of Katie when it was like she was being fooled as well. You know, Mm -hmm. there was this duplicitous thing that was happening behind the scenes. So it's going to be quite difficult for Sheena to be sat in that seat to be like, you backed the wrong bitch. (laughs) Yeah, so awkward. And also, I feel like, I don't know what it is with Sheena, but I feel like it was really Stassi that caused most of her headaches, right? But, like, I feel like Katie bears the biggest brunt out of all the girls. And maybe because Katie was a bit of a viper tongue, like, Tequila Katie was crazy, right? Um, Especially those early seasons. And she's clearly done something that's, like, scarred Sheena. Um, Because Sheena always seems to, like, go for her whenever she can. 
mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But you know why as well? It would be because Katie is such a strong personality yeah. and she puts on this front that she is a tough bitch when she's actually still quite soft. And so Sheena thinks that, you know, Katie's a bitch, Katie's a bully. So then she can take whatever like mean things Sheena does back at her. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, and it sucks. Like Sheena is like, ah, she's like my least favorite person on the show apart from Sandoval. Yeah. You hate her more than James Kennedy? No, I really like James Kennedy. Oh, do you? Yeah, I think he's great for t- he's great TV. He's great entertainment value. It's true. I feel yeah. like she is kind of boring and like you're allegedly wink wink abusive um, husband now. <laughs> you know, not the vibe. I don't like Brock either. He gives me slime. No, I don't like Brock. So like, yeah. I don't like her through association to Brock. Much like. That's how I felt about Ariana for a long time because of Tom. Because I started Same. to really not like Sandoval as time camp went on. You know? Exactly. Because Ariana would just like, she would do everything a good partner is supposed to do and yeah. back her partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, but in doing that, it made her kind of look bad because it was like guilty by association. Like your totally. partner's a piece of shit. So like, why are you with him? Nine yeah. years, nine years. It's a long time. Wild. Um, but I am happy for Ariana. I think this is amazing for her. Um, she's going to do so many great things and I'm excited to see where the season goes and the reunion. She's going to have her Selena Gomez revival, you know. Should we jump into maths? So last week on maths, we had the couple's retreat. So they take the couples out of the city. They bring them to this retreat and they just like give them essentially like free time. They let them like all hang out, do their thing, hang out with their partner, hang out with the other couples. And then they also get set challenges, like some Mm -hmm. small challenges. Um, But yeah, let's start with Bronte and Harrison. So Bronte and Harrison this week, they come in, they've been for the last couple of weeks, very judgy. I feel like they've been very judgy and quite dismissive of other couples. And they think they're like, they're on a little bit of a high horse. That high horse is about to get shut down. Like you said, they've been on a high horse for a little bit, but now everything is kind of turning to shit. And so it kind of did start with Melinda um, and Evelyn sneaking away from the group to eavesdrop on the boys. So the the girls and the guys got separated. um, And then Melinda and Evelyn were like a little bit drunky poo. And they were like, let's go and eavesdrop on the boys. You know, like a couple of teenagers. Because it was very lighthearted. They were just being silly. And like, should, should they have done it? No, they shouldn't have. But... They did it anyway. And they got called up for it, you know, like Leighton was not happy with Melinda for doing that. You know, it was basically like, grow the fuck up. Like, why are you listening in on our conversations? This is the whole drama that they had last week with Evelyn and the butt dial, alleged butt dial, is that Hugo, he didn't feel like he was in a safe space because he was ranting to the boys, just having you know, a moment to rant about his wife that he called a see you next Tuesday. And to be fair, she kind of was like, yeah. she wasn't very nice. <laughs> I wouldn't even um, say kind of, I would say she definitely was. <laughs> she was. She wasn't and there to give, she wasn't there to give the relationship a go. No. You and know. so she, so then that happened. And so then it was kind of like the, bro- the straw that broke the camel's back when Melinda did it with Evelyn um, and Leighton was like, it's not on. And so what happened was It also was they, doesn't they look... Ha- sorry. It also doesn't look good on Evelyn off the back of the butt dial scenario. It's twice now. It's twice. Yeah. 
shady. Yeah, she's a she's a little gossip. Yeah. Um, but then they all are. They all love the drama. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. like anyone who likes to say that they're like above the drama and they don't want it is a liar. A liar. Um, You're they're, lying. They're all liars. <laughs> liars. <laughs> they are all on this show. They all love drama. So they heard uh, Harrison basically saying that Bronte is fake. Um, and then what else? Like there was, it all came up in the commitment ceremony. It was like Bronte's fake. I haven't seen the commitment ceremony yet. And I think also probably like Leighton talking about their relationship. Um, and so anyway, they got busted. And then this caused tension between Melinda and Leighton for reasons I already said. Um, and Harrison loved it because he hates Melinda with every fiber of his being mm-hmm. because she calls him out and yeah. Leighton hasn't been backing her. And that's a problem in their relationship and in any relationship, to be honest, like what we were talking about with Schwartz and Katie, Schwartz not backing and Katie, a partner. Yeah, back him. And can I just say something? Can I slip something in here? I did not realize how bold Harrison is until this week when they kept doing these zooms off the top of his head and it was giving like hella comb over. Like I was like, oh girl. I can see straight to your scowl. You know what? He'll maybe get a partnership with advanced hair. <laughs> Not that. That's because Shane Warne, God rest his soul, is no yes. longer with us. So he's no longer the spokesperson for advanced hair. So now it can be Harrison. They need someone else. Mm-hmm. I'm dead. Um, and so uh, the girls went back to, they also went back to the girls and then basically had a go at Bronte because they were like, um, because I think Bronte was like talking about her relationship and the girls were like, he's like manipulating you, like all this kind of stuff, just mm-hmm. trying to like shine a mirror to the situation to show a mirror to Bronte's face to be like, you know, you're kind of, um, sweeping shit under the rug. Like you need to, like, what is your relationship even? Yeah. You know, like he's toxic and Bronte got really upset. Um, and then what else happened? Like basically the group kind of indicated that they don't believe Bronte and Harrison's relationship is real. So Bronte again got upset by that. Um, and mm-hmm. she stormed off and it's like, bitch, you know your relationship is not real. Yeah. You're staying on this show because you want to get verified. You and want not the IG followers. My <laughs> God. She doesn't want to pay like, that you know 24. You're not going to get the Rare Beauty Partnerships. You're not going to get Charlotte Tilbury. Like, watch out. No. You're going to get Loving Tan and Bush. Oh. Like, this is... <laughs> this is the direction you're going in. Not Bronte. the Bush at all. <laughs> Like, you are not going to be, like... Yeah, we've had this discussion many a times. The only girl I think... Uh, two girls from MAFS who I think have, like, elevated is, like, Martha Kay and mm-hmm. Jules Robinson. I think they're the yeah. only two that have really managed to elevate their image and kind of, like, you know, people don't instantly think of them and affiliate them with MAFS. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. And they Agreed. kind of get these bigger partnerships that are like amazing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like everybody that's kind of come since like with whatever influencer careers they do have, it's very much like you're still associated with maths. Totally. You know, so, it, but it, you can just like smell it on Bronte and on mm-hmm. Harrison. Like, and from the first episode, she was made aware that Harrison was a piece of shit and a, yeah. and a, 
a liar and a cheat and she continued to just like look past it and it's and like okay, well, then to- now any kind of like manipulation and game playing he does with you now that's your fault because you're choosing mm-hmm. to stay in this like leave <laughs> and he decided she decided to trust a man she's known five seconds over this girl that's presumably been her friend for a while you know mm-hmm. who want her yeah and then what happened in the end is that Harrison actually broke up with her this week. Mm-hmm. And, and and his reasoning, can't stand him. He goes, I'm not feeling like you're in this 100%. Like, I need reassurance that you're in this. He's using the fact that everybody's accusing them of having a fake relationship as fuel for him to just, like, drop her and be like, mm-hmm. everyone thinks it's fake. I'm not getting anything from you. Therefore, we should break up. Yeah. But he's also like, I'm falling for Bronte. And he's the voice of Endo. Like, <laughs> if you're really that, like, obsessed with her, then you wouldn't just be breaking up with her. Yeah, exactly. If you're obsessed, you're not breaking up with her. And it's like, how were you so in it a day ago and then you're breaking up with someone the next minute? It's fucking bullshit. He's a psychopath. Um yeah. And then we have Alisa and Duncan, as as Alessandra says, Duncan. (laughs) They had a bit of a rocky week as well. Alyssa, can I just say, I've never seen a more unhinged person in my life. I've never seen someone completely change the narrative of a story in 30 seconds flat. Like, Duncan's being an amazing and supportive partner. And I guess this obviously speaks back to Alyssa's trauma, whatever that is. Um, but you can just see Duncan is being an amazing, supportive cutie patootie. And Alyssa is just like poking holes into something that is fine. So what had set her off was that Duncan was playing tennis with Harrison and wasn't spending every single waking moment of his life with Alyssa. And she was (laughs) like, we're here for a reason. Like you need to be with me like at all times, basically. And Duncan's like, well, then how can I make you feel? How can I reassure you that I want to be with you? And like tomorrow's a new day. Like let's hang out tomorrow. And she was basically like, no, like let me decide that, you know, like, and I see what she's doing because I can see that happening in myself sometimes because like, <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Serious. <laughs> no, no, no. But I've said this, I've said this before yeah. though, is that, so Alyssa is like very codependent. This is also her first relationship as a single mom. Mm-hmm. So she's very afraid of Duncan who is, you know, being like shown to be on this show as like the perfect man. Um, and she's afraid that he's going to bounce when they leave. So yeah. she needs so much reassurance from him mm-hmm. to the point where she will actually push buttons and toe the line to see how much shit he'll take before he bounces. Yeah. And and I say that I see myself in that because I do that with Denon. Like I will push every fucking button just to make <laughs> sure that he's really not going to leave me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when you've been in a rela- in multiple relationships where all they do is end and they are extremely toxic, you kind of can develop this pattern where when somebody good comes along, you will try to like kind of poke holes in it. You're like trying you to like sabotage, not sabotage, but like you're trying to just test it because that's how you've yeah. been tested in the past. 
Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. you really want to make sure that they stay. And what it's doing to Duncan is it's really breaking him down because he's a good person. He's not going to leave, but he will now because she keeps on like making him feel like shit. And mm-hmm. the poor guy has to walk on eggshells around her. And it's like he keeps asking for like, you know, he keeps offering solutions and she's not giving him any. And she instead keeps doing the opposite and like turning away from him and just making things really difficult. So you can sort of see that this relationship is not going to work unless Alyssa is willing to change. Totally. Um, (laughs) So then we'll move on to Claire and Jesse. Um, They had um, their shit blown up in the dinner party because Mm -hmm. uh, Harrison basically pointed out that Claire is only... With Jesse to fix her image, which she's, true. She's on a PR tour. Oh! <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like she cheated on Jesse and so she stayed on the show and is pretending to like him just to kind of give herself the good girl edit. Um, and maybe she is slowly convincing herself that she likes Jesse, but it caused Jesse to kind of vocalize his fears at the dinner party. He was like, well, Parison pointed out, let me just say that... I don't believe that you genuinely like me. I do mm-hmm. think that you are here to repair your image. And he pointed out like he actually did see Claire show genuine interest in someone and that was not him. That was Adam. He was like, I know what it looks like when somebody likes me and that was the way that you were looking at Adam. Yeah. And he was right. So when he and, spoiler alert, uh, Claire left on tonight's oh, like, last night's. I haven't watched yet. I was watching The Last of Us, okay? But whatever. Go on. Oh my god. (laughs) I did say that at the beginning of the statement, but that's okay. At the beginning of the segment. We know that they were not gonna stay till the end. No, they definitely Um, weren't. It's so fine. But yeah, like he just he pointed out the truths in their relationship, which I'm like, thank God for, because it was like this whole time I was like, Jesse, where are your standards? Where are your morals? Mm-hmm. Because he kept like being dragged back into these weeks where he was deciding to stay or Claire was putting stay so that he was forced to stay behind. But it's like, she cheated on you. She is mm-hmm. a cheat. Like it's hard to come back from that. And for Jesse, because he has so many like negative associations with the relationships that he's been in, that is hard for him to just like sweep under the rug. And genuinely believe totally. that she likes him. That's hard to come back from, from like someone you've been together for five, ten years with. If it's someone I've known on a show for five weeks, I'd be like, see you later. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would just be like, 100%. this is not worth it. You cheat on me on week two. You know what I mean? It's like, this is not worth it. It's like, what else are you capable of? You Literally. Know? So that's that for maths. This week mm-hmm. will be interesting. We've shown it. Um, I think we're only like a couple of weeks away from the end. The end, um, yeah. So shit's really starting to blow up. Like we're going to see Alyssa and Duncan have some intense shit happening tonight mm-hmm. um, on Monday night's episode. So I'm excited to see all of that. Yeah. yeah that's it. 
Um, and then should we wrap up with the Oscars, which are happening literally or just happened? Yeah, let's do that. So, like, we didn't really watch the Oscars. I kind of just, like, saw photos of, like, best dressed. Every mm-hmm. year I look at who's got the best makeup. Um, and then, obviously, we saw the winners. So, yeah. um, just, like, quickly, the winners, Brendan Fraser, best actor in The Whale. Yay, we knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for him. I can't wait um, to see the movie. Is it out already? Same. Um... It is, I don't know if it's out at the movies yet. Yeah, I don't know I want to see it though. But I really want to yeah. see it too. I'm like, this has been like being like raved about, you know? Mm, yeah. Also, yeah. like Great. I've seen controversy. I... Apparently like people are going off online about the fat suit situation. Yeah, but like who was going to play the actor that's I know, that size? Literally, literally. I like, know. It's so fucking stupid. And yeah. they won an Oscar for makeup. Like, yeah. It's like it takes a lot of time and effort to get. It's like the best, the best person for the yeah, the best person for the role won the role. Also, like Like it wasn't. It wasn't shallow. How do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like this horrible depiction of like you know a plus size person. It's. It had to do with the story, and it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't in that, like really. I don't know, surface level kind of way that shallow hell. Yeah. You know, pun intended. Great movie. Like, talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, still. but yeah, so Brendan Fraser won, Michelle Yeoh won Best Actress um, for Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is mm-hmm. super exciting. Um, best Supporting, we have Ki Hui Kwan yep. um, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Which and is her first them, Oscar. First Oscar, yeah. So for both of them. Wild. Um, and it's wild because Jamie Lee Curtis is such a mainstay in film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she is a Nepo baby, but has earned her chops. Like, her she's own incredible. Way. And for her to only have only one now, it's like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. And like, is such like but a pop culture. She's such like a pop culture icon, right? It's like crazy to think that's the first time she's... Won an Oscar. Crazy. And then uh, Best Picture, Everything, Everywhere, All at all Once. At once. Um, Which can I just say, we've raved about for for a while. I feel like we saw it when it was mm-hmm. pretty new to the block. I yeah. loved the movie, so I'm really glad it's gotten the accolades. And, like, I can't think of a movie in the last year that has been this special. You know what I mean? Or for a while. Yeah. I think All Up, they won... Four or five Oscars. So, yeah. like, Michelle won, well, maybe, like, six. Because Michelle, Jamie Lee, and Kihui won. And then they won Best Picture, Best Something. And they won two other two other Oscars in addition to it. So, they really, like, they really swept cleared up. the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Best Visuals was Avatar, Way of the Water, which makes me so happy because I loved that movie. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> you personally... were obsessed. I still haven't seen it, but you like were you obsessed need to. with like, but, like, you, you need to. You and the water movies it. today, I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> it's so random. <laughs> you it's like not. all of a sudden, no, you all of a sudden releasing your like deep grown love for all these water movies. Like, <laughs> it's, it's very, <laughs> Like it's very horse girl of you. You know those girls that just like love horses. Yeah. <laughs> You're the equivalent, but like aquatic. Look. How do you feel about H two O? Just that water. 
I haven't iconic. bothered to watch it. Oh, you've never watched it? Oh, it's no, iconic. No, because I, it's not. It's not my um generation. I'm Ocean Girl. Yeah, like, true. I'm, yeah, like I'm Marzina Godecki rolling around <laughs> in the ocean. Like that is me in my like netted clothing and my hectic <laughs> tan and green eyes. That's me. Dead. Um, and and then best sound was Top Gun. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we had some like incredible fits um, on the red carpet. I really loved Cara Delevingne. She's in her sober girl redemption. I was tour. gonna say she's looking sober and sassy and sexy. It's like she looks incredible. Um, like, her makeup was done by Hung Hung Van Gogh. Cute. Um, and yeah, she presented an award as well. She looked incredible. Um, so I wish her all the best. Um, I think and then who else? I haven't seen. I haven't seen a lot of people's outfits, but I did see Vanessa Hudgens. She looked stunning. It's like she doesn't do anything in film or TV. (laughs) Except like she's, you know, like she will be presenting. She'll be on the red carpet or something. But like she turns it out every award show. And I love it. She's just that girl that's there. You know what I mean? She's always at the parties. She's always like, she's she's a good time girl. And she always slays. She does. I hate that word. She does. She She always slays. Um, Like the last thing I can remember being her in that I loved was the Grease musical. It's a high school musical. <laughs> and that. <laughs> but the Grease musical, hers Rizzo, like she did a good job and I didn't think I'd say that. Um, Wasn't that when sh- her father passed away and she had to perform? Correct, yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Anyone yeah. who can like sing through their grief or perform through their grief is like... Magical. They deserve every award under mm-hmm. the sun. And you know who else did that was... um. Jean Smart from Hacks. Her husband actually died while she was um, filming season two, I think. Jesus. Um, yeah, and she just had to kind of keep going. And it's it's so sad. Um, but yeah, who else was incredible? Uh, Jessica Chastain. She looked amazing. Yeah. Um, Angela Bassett. Uh, she looked great. Angela Bassett did gown. the thing. <laughs> Yeah. I cannot. It's, it's so... I cringe so... Angela Bassett. Bassett did the thing. <laughs> okay. I, can't. I can't. I can't. Um, And then who else was good? Uh, who's the one who won for Ozark? I forget her name. Oh, Not an Oscar, but Julia. Like her. Yeah. Julia. Julia Garner? Julia Garner. Yeah. She looks incredible in whatever black dress she's wearing. She looks so good. And I Lady think that's Gaga gonna be, um, looked stunning. Bitch. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. <laughs> she looked and stunning. And then she wiped off all of her makeup and performed um, the Top Gun song with no with no makeup on and no you lip know, balm. I have to her say. Her lips are trapped. Oh, <laughs> I have to say, I haven't listened to the song and I'm just like not into the Gaga ballads. Like, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here for like the gay bops, you know? That's literally how I feel about Rihanna. Yeah. And that song. Literally. I like don't care. Yes, about it. it's the same. It's very much like what was with the ballads. Oh my God. And you know what? Like, so I watched um, Wakanda Forever as well and mm-hmm. um, I didn't like it. <gasps> you know, it was missing. It was missing all of the um, music moments that the first movie had. Yeah. Like, I can still hear the soundtrack from Black Panther in my head now. Mm-hmm. Like, the weekend song, like, 
all of the Kendrick Lamar, like this was produced like by Kendrick Lamar, the music. And um, for this film, it was like they were playing like weird digital music. Like it felt very like an Not afterthought. It was like, oh, we got, it was like, we got Rihanna. Now fuck everything else. It yeah. was so strange. You know, strange. it seemed lazy. You know who I really liked yeah. as well? Fan Bingbing. She looked very like East versus West. With the silver in the green. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Stunning. Who is she? She's a, I think she's a Chinese actress. I don't want to say it and like miss. Duh. From what yeah. though? Oh, I don't know. But I've seen her okay. in something before. Right, right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but there were some amazing outfits. It was all very, like, black tie, which is what we want from the Oscars. It was. You know what it was? It was very, like, I feel like the whole theme of this Oscars was safe. Yeah, Everything was just safe. Off the back of the tumultuous year that was 2022, with everything going on with Will Smith and whatnot. Oh, and Jimmy Kimmel's funny speech. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it was very safe. But I think that's what it needed because it needed some of its integrity back, you know? Yeah. They really fumbled the bag last year. Mm -hmm. And that's what Jimmy Kimmel said is like, if you physically assault someone, we will award you with best actor and you will be allowed a 19-minute speech, like cracking jokes in it. Because he was basically like, nobody did a fucking thing to help Chris Rock. Everybody, like, Denzel hugged Will Smith. Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? All of this bullshit. Wild. So I'm glad that they addressed it and poked some fun at it because mm-hmm. that was a fucking chamozzle. And that was also one of our most listened to episodes last year as well. I was looking yeah. at it. Um, the Oscars. People wanted to know our opinions on the slap. And yeah. Um, Florence Pugh as well, I kind of loved. Uh, Except that, like, they just needed to do up the seam to not show her fucking bike shorts. (laughs) Like, I don't want to see Lululemon bike shorts. Like, I get it. She has long legs and a short Mm -hmm. torso. But, like, we didn't need to see the shorts underneath with the pocket. It made it look tacky. Like, do up the seam and just have her do the Angelina leg pop and Mm -hmm. that's it. You know, and sometimes Florence just looks a little bit like a sim to me, like Sims 3 <laughs> vibes. And that's not like a read. That's just like a, she's just got like quite a generic, like, I don't know. She looks like simulated. I don't know why she just does to me. Maybe that's strange. why she keeps doing the kooky haircuts and the, she keeps the nose ring out because she could look generic. Generic but without tea. Yeah. Tea. But yeah, that's everything. That's everything I for this week. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. Okay. Thanks so much for joining us today, guys. Um, if you could please give us five stars on your favorite podcast streaming platform, we will thank you forever. Um, you can also follow us on TikTok and Instagram. That is Woman Fuzzy underscore podcast. You can also follow Amelia and I individually. You can follow Amelia at Amelia Singson, and you can follow me at, at Shanino underscore. Thanks so much for joining us today, guys. We hope you have a lovely week and you enjoyed this episode. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.